0: Of the round of 64. Yes.
1: Back with Kent Carpenter, my lovely co-host. That
0: is me, the lovely co-host.
1: And my good old friend, Ryan Jones. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's like you've been here every day, man. This oh, week, it's great. crazy. Wow, it's not like we haven't filmed all of this so in the much same harder.
0: day. No, he's sleeping on the couch in my common area, <laughs> just um, waiting to record these new episodes.
1: Exactly, but we are with the Midwest, and we are starting off. Illinois versus number 16, Drexel. All I gotta say is Ryan's roommates are on top of the world this year. Obviously, Ryan's Arkansas number three, his roommate Jacob, big Illinois fan, there you go. and his other roommate Blake, Wisconsin fan.
2: That's why I'm a big believer in Wisconsin. I've to see him a lot this year. So,
1: but Connor does not have a team in the tournament.
2: Not really. No. Tough. But he'll probably bandwagon on to uh, Gonzaga. Me from Washington. Me from Seattle. Well,
0: I guess
1: that that's counts. fine. That's yeah. fine. No, I really will give it to him. Yeah. But um, I, I think this one's easy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do we think Drexel, a twelve and seven team, has a chance against Illinois?
2: Drexel, no, no chance. I think it'd be different if they didn't have somebody like Kobe Kober and he just dominate. the Paint. Yeah. What you're going to see a lot out of Illinois is just the, the two man game between Sundu and Kobe Kober, and I think that's, that's going to be a two man game as any other team in this in, in this tournament really. My question about them is, who else will, will step up for them? You know, we know what way you're going to get out of those two guys. They need somebody else to be consistent production and just really step up in, in this tournament, like how um, Dante DiVincenzo, DiVincenzo did for Villanova uh, yep. uh, back in this yes. was that 2018, I believe so. Yep. So, they, like, who, who who's going to be that guy for them? I, I don't see them winning the championship unless they had that kind of guy step up. Yeah. But first round, I think this is going to be one of the more one-sided matchups. Unless they start doing Haka Kofi and he's missing free throws. He's one of the worst free throw shooters probably in this tournament. He's really struggling this season. Yeah, I,
0: I uh I think it could be like a forty point blowout in my opinion.
1: Yeah, so fun fact actually Drexel had three COVID-related stoppages this season. Oh, so I think uh Drexel has a better chance of having a COVID related issue than they have <laughs> really? of beating Illinois yeah. in this game.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if I mind that.
1: Sorry, Drexel. I hope you don't get COVID realistically, but Realistically, you're not winning this game. <laughs> the next game, the eight versus nine. I think every just this is really America's team, not the Dallas Cowboys, not the New England pa- New England Patriots, Loyola Chicago, Sister Jean, Sister Jean, the goat. Yep. Versus number nine, Georgia Tech. Who we got, Ryan?
2: This is one of the toughest calls for me in the entire bracket. It, it's it's a so one team has fantastic numbers, but resume wise is not great. The other has a fantastic resume but the numbers just aren't as great. And it's just hard trying to balance out, you know, strength of schedule versus, you know, what the numbers actually tell you about how good this team is. And I genuinely don't, don't know here. I just don't. Personally I don't think it really matters because I don't really see either taking the game off of Illinois, should they meet in the next round, but I'm not really leaning either way here.
1: I'm I'm gonna take Loyola Chicago just because how could you root against Sister Jean? Come on now. You know they shoot better than fifty percent from the field. Georgia Tech is gonna be a very tough team to beat because they took down Florida State in the ACC tournament final, but I'm gonna take Loyola Chicago in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Alex on that one. Cameron Crutwig leads the team in points, rebounds, assists, and blocks. I think wow. he's gonna be um, overwhelming in this game. I don't know how you know consistent they can take that and how reliable he's going to be going forward but i think at least in this game the way that loyal chicago's defense is they are swarming on defense talking about um you know yellow jacket swarming well in reality loyal chicago is swarming on defense they hold teams to 55 points per game
2: um and they are one hell of a team i'm gonna take loyal chicago okay. One thing to note, though, is that Georgia Tech is getting hot at the right time. And that's definitely something to watch, though we don't know how the whole COVID protocol thing will affect that. Yeah. But Georgia Tech is getting hot at the right time. They've yep. come through their conference tournament. They're looking very, very good, which is dangerous for a, a 9 seed.
1: Yeah, well, back to my favorite, favorite game, the 12-5 game. Number 5, yep. Tennessee versus number 12, the Oregon State Beavers. Personally, I'm going to take a bold one here. Uh-oh. Go with the 12 again. Uh-oh. The Beavers are hot. They upset Colorado to win their first Pac-12 championship in school history. Uh, they've won six of their last seven games. They're playing their best basketball this season at the right time. That's I think they're hot. And uh, I just think the volunteers have kind of lacked consistency the later half yeah, of the season. Yeah. So they they have not won more than two games in a row. So, I think I'm going to take the number 12 seed on this one, Oregon
2: State. Yeah, Tennessee is extremely in- inconsistent, but they are one of the more talented teams in the country. They did lose uh, Fulkerson for them, but I don't think he's as vital to their success as most people do. But I think Tennessee is a pretty safe bet here, even going off of their game-to-game variance, how, how well they play. I think that they've-, they've looked too good too many times this year to really bet against them At least it- it- in this game. The next one, sure, whatever pick. Pick against them, but they've looked like one of the like top ten teams in the country at times this year when they are clicking. It's just a matter of actually getting to that point in this tournament. Yeah, give uh, me Tennessee. They have uh, beat Colorado.
0: They beat Kansas. They beat Arkansas. Uh, they beat Florida twice. They beat Missouri and uh yeah that uh that screams talented team to me but what it also screams is not necessarily a good team chemistry if you can't put together your talent consistently it like like the clippers in the bubble it will lead to some bad losses i don't know how deep tennessee can go but i think they can win this game against oregon state i think they have a lot more talent just consistently I don't know if they can put it together.
2: They have freshmen being like major yes. contributors for their team. Yeah. Which does tend to pose some problems for some teams. It really does. It really does. That's that's
0: where I see a weakness being, but they have so much talent. Yeah. put that together, get it consistently go, I think they can go deep.
2: I, I think it's probably gonna overwhelm, overwhelm a team like Oregon State which is barely snuck into the tournament. Yeah. So yeah, I agree.
1: Alrighty. Number four, Oklahoma State versus number thirteen, Liberty.
2: Ooh. Okay. I know the height on Oklahoma State has been massive recently. Going through the roof. You cannot overlook this Liberty team. They are good in the tournament every year. Yep. They are one of the consistently good teams in all college basketball, really, for for their size. Yeah. And I think that they're going to hold their own in this game. Though I don't see them winning it. I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if, if they did. I know a lot of you would freak out seeing K. Cunningham go down to Liberty, <laughs> but I think they're they're a more balanced team than Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State just has so much more talent. Than I don't think it's going to be enough to put them through. But I think people are just penciling in Oklahoma State deep into the bracket and yeah. overlooking this game. Is Liberty's one of possibly the most dangerous thirteenth seed? I think that they are very scary at that spot. Oklahoma State cannot get ahead of ahead of themselves and look over this team.
1: Interesting take there. I'm going to take Oklahoma State still. Yeah. Cade Cunningham, obviously, most likely number one draft pick. At least top three, most likely.
0: <laughs> pretty, it's yeah, it's pretty close to mm-hmm. solidified, but yeah.
1: Yeah, but even even if let's say he gets double teamed, that's gonna open up. They have guys who can shoot. They have guys who can score in the paint. Yep. Oklahoma State, I, I think is gonna shouldn't have a problem against Liberty. In my opinion, I'm gonna take them.
0: I actually will go closer to an upset than I will a blowout for like for Oklahoma State winning. I'll say this: Liberty shoots about fifty percent from the field and forty percent from three. They play; they don't turn the ball. They turn the ball over nine times a game, which is rare for D one teams. All is top of the country. Yes. I think Wisconsin leads the country. Might be better like, than them. Just over eight per game. And they play the most fundamentally sound basketball in the country. Liberty's right there. Yeah. They're talking about a veteran team plays really fundamental basketball, shoots the ball well, doesn't turn it over, plays good defense. I think they'll give Oklahoma State a little bit of. A little bit of a run. You know what I mean? I think they're going to shoot the ball really well. Cade Cunningham, about 20 points per game, about 6 rebounds, 4 assists. I think he goes for closer to 30 in this game. I think he's going to try and um, James Harden his way through this game, where he's a young player. He's going to want to take a ton of shots, have the ball a lot, and that might lead to an upset mm. for them. But I'm going to stick with my gut feeling on this. I think Oklahoma State, they're riding a high in their tournament. I think they'll keep riding it. But I think Liberty will give them a scare in the first
2: round. Liberty got an absolutely awful draw in this game. You think so? Because yeah. yeah. Joe already taught during the uh, selection show that o- Oklahoma State was closer to being a two than yes. being a four. Yeah, I mean, it looked they were going to be pretty solid being a three seed. Yep. I don't know how they weren't a two or a it three. They won their
0: conference tournament, correct? They
2: lost the championship game to Texas in a close one. I
0: thought they were ahead in that one. I just fell asleep. But they, they were on a,
2: a great win the streak. Yep. They were plowing through some of the best teams in their conference, who were ranked towards top of the country. This is just such a a tough draw for Liberty. And if if this was any other four seed, I'd probably pick them. Yeah. But I think Oklahoma State just has too much talent and just narrowly beats out Liberty in this game. Yep, I agree. I think it's going to be close.
1: All right, moving on. Number six, the San Diego State University Aztecs Aztecs versus the number 11 Syracuse Orange. Orange. Not oranges, orange. It's
0: like the Stanford Cardinal. Cardinal Imagine yeah. just having a color as your. Hey,
1: but then their mascot's a tree.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. As orange.
1: Uh, you'd think for being one of the uh, smartest schools in the country, they, they have... could come up with a better mascot. <laughs>
0: no, their their creativity is very lacking. <laughs>
1: well, in this one, I am going to take the Aztecs. Uh, both teams. Both teams are very sound defensively, in my opinion. But the Aztecs' defense is top ten, and they just—they don't let teams score that much. They have very low field goal percentage of opponent field goal percentage. I mean, they—they they held Remy Martin, one of the better point guards in the country, to nine points when they played.
0: I'm gonna go San Diego State. That's gonna be a fun one though. San Diego State's got to yeah. Matt Mitchell's their leading scorer. That's funny at 15 points a game. Um, San Diego State's favored. By, I don't know what the line is on this game But I think it's going to be a fun one I think I'm going to just go barely San Diego State I like Syracuse I'm going to have to do a little more research on it But I'm going to go San
2: Diego State I think something that I'm going to be watching is how this life pass Malachi Flame For San Diego State Because they were looking like one of the more dominant teams In the country last season Just didn't get their chance to actually chase after that championship I just don't think that this is that same San Diego State team that went no, dominant last year Not as good so I'm going to go with Syracuse here just because I think that the ACC, though, it hasn't been quite as good this year with North Carolina and Duke having down years. It's been very, very deep. And so Syracuse has seen their fair share of tournament-level teams, whereas San Diego State really hasn't seen that. Well, they have played Utah State three times, losing two of those games. Really? And they lost to BYU by 10. So I think that I'm a lot more confident in Syracuse's abilities in March than San Diego State. Buddy Behan, leading scorer, coach's son. The first time a coach's son
0: is actually good is actually somewhat yeah. decent, right? That's gonna be interesting. But uh, yeah, Alex, he was wrong.
1: Number three, West Virginia University versus number fourteen, Moorhead State.
0: I'm gonna go with uh, West Virginia this one. <laughs>
1: That's that's your that's your commentary <laughs> yeah, right there, West no, Virginia. Yeah, I'm going to say anything else um, like about Yeah, I'm going to go with West Virginia as well. They are very close. With, they've lost to some really good teams, but they're very close in those games. They split with Kansas. They lost by five to Baylor, Gonzaga, and Florida. I don't know what the deal is with five points, but I think yeah. can or excuse me, West Virginia is clearly the better team here.
2: Yeah, West Virginia is to be like t- taking seriously. Yeah. The, their defense is legit this year. They have a, a ton of strength, length, just great athletes all around. I I don't see them losing anywhere early in, in, in this tournament. Right? Like, they're they're very good all around. Like they can shoot and they, they defend at the highest possible level, which is just what helped Virginia win two, 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 two years back. You know. Like they're one of my, my teams that I'm penciling in very deep in this bracket, and I'd be absolutely shocked if they dropped this game. Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. Next game, number seven, Clemson versus number 10, Rutgers University.
2: Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Ron Harper Jr. Yeah, One of the best players on Rutgers, who I really like. I mean, just just defense, you know. Big defense. Game. Even though I, I, I love that Ron Harper's son is playing. He's really good. Yeah. I'm going with Clemson here. I'm not high on either team. Okay. I actually didn't know Clemson was having such a good year. Yeah. They've just been overshadowed in a very deep ACC. Yeah. Um, they have some solid results that I was very shocked about seeing. It's like it just went under the radar totally for me. But um, I'm just I have a lot more faith in them, even though Rutgers has held their own somewhat in a equally as tough, even if not more conference. Yeah. Um, I just think that Clemson is just a, a safer pick. And the, the only thing for me was that Rutgers just can't space the floor whatsoever, which I think it just makes it so much harder to score when the game slows down in March. So that, that's really want to kill them on offense in this tournament.
1: Yeah, this one was actually a tough one for me, honestly. Uh, I'm going to take number seven Clemson. Uh, they have some great wins against Alabama. They split with Florida State this year, beat Purdue, split with Georgia Tech, split with Syracuse. But the concerning thing is they only have one player who's averaging uh, double-digit points this season. So their scoring is going to be concerned this game, but uh, I'm still going to take Clemson over Rutgers.
0: Yep, uh, Pennsylvania for Clemson. I don't think either of these teams goes farther than the round after. So whoever wins is getting clapped by Houston to me. But I think I'm going to take Clemson.
1: All right, the last game in the round of 64. Woo! We made it through. We it. have made it, guys. It only took it only took us four days. Number two. The University of Houston yeah. versus number 15, Cleveland State. Houston, great team. Beat Texas Tech. Split with Wichita State.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to reveal all my cards yet, but I love Houston. They are probably the best defensive team in the country, or at least one of them. Talk about a team that just does everything well. Houston shoots the ball well. They play good defense. They rebound the ball extremely well. Um, they they pass the ball well. They play Phenomenal on basically every
2: aspect of the court. I'm going to go Houston. I'm not as high on them. But they are an easy pencil input for this one game. Yeah. I don't have them going nearly as far as you probably do. But probably. Yes, their d- d- defense ha- ha- has been great. But their recent results have not been great. Um, I think that they dropped... Did they drop their conference championship to Wichita State? I maybe. That's a good question. I, I feel think. Um, and they barely stuck by Memphis two games in a row, uh, and Memphis didn't quite make, make the cup of the tournament. They, they've had too, just too many close calls, games in which they should have looked more dominant for a two-seed, in which they didn't. And their top two scores are both not as efficient as, as I'd like for them to be from no, March. The, uh the Cougars did, in fact, uh, win the um, uh, American Athletic Conference Championship. Okay, well, th- th- they they dropped one game too, which I'll say at, at some yep. point. point. Yeah. But... Um, I just I don't really have confidence in their top two scorers. I know Quentin Grimes is a big name. He's been just a big disappointment from when he was coming out of high school. He was like the top player in Texas, which is a huge deal. Yeah, and then went to Kansas and didn't get playing time yet. His his first year at all. Um, like things have worked out for him in Houston, but he's still not playing as well that you would expect a guy with that kind of honor to be playing at. Yeah. Um. I I'm just not as high on Houston. I think that they are, in part, a byproduct of their conference. So they are still very good. I just don't have them going near as far as these other two Cs, frankly. Sure. They have a ninety-eight percent winning percentage according to ESPN's uh,
0: BPI. Yeah. So uh, I think this one's a a pencil in a lock yeah.
2: for that. I think Cleveland State also, it might be their first year in the tournament as so. well. There's a
1: lot of first-time teams, yeah.
2: yeah. It's going to be tough for those 15 to beat the yeah. Yep.
1: Well, guys, we've made it through the round of 64. Next up, though, we are going to do our predictions for the round of 32. But we'll spare you and uh, give you a little bit of rest for that. Don't to so, our voices for the 20 minutes. Yep, B-Squared Madness will return. You're going to listen to Ken and I and Ryan for the most part pretty much all month. So I hope you guys are ready. Other than that, be there there or B-Squared.